blue-collar philosophers coming at you from the blood-red skies of Fort St. John up here in British Columbia. Oh, I'm on fire! <laughs> Everything's burning. Panic. Panic. Everybody panic. It makes it makes everything so much better. It does. Now I feel like I have to turn myself after the, after the intro music being as loud as it was. I'm like, fuck! I'm really <laughs> quiet. Uh, What's up, y'all? This is the Blue Collar Philosophers Podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm Kickstand. That is Biker Mike from Mars. What is going on? Yeah. Uh, it's been a hell of a week. Yeah, it's been an interesting week. That actually does remind me. I have to make sure I put my phone on silence. I have been rocking the phone not on silence for like the last week. Because mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to miss anything. I I wanted to make sure that I'd hear it, that there's no excuse. That even hear what? Emerg- Nobody knows what you're talking about. D- oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm talking to you. Okay, so in this last week, we have had a little bit of a um, situation where they were like, hey, do you know it would be really great if the whole city burnt down? Possibly. Or just a hyper-cautious uh, thing of... Fort St. John is now on evacuation alert. Be yes. alert. For those of you that aren't in the know or don't live here, there are two rather large uh, wildfires in our vicinity. And uh, yeah, they have kind of been away, but this Monday they took a turn yeah. and uh, decided to start heading straight for us. And that put our whole city of what... Oh, minimum minimum 20,000 people. Yes, That's how have, many people are quote unquote registered that live yeah, here. Yeah, population. But, we have a shadow population of <clears> a bunch <throat> of free or people that come here just to work. Yeah. So it's it's technically it's more than that. Yeah, we just don't get the tax dollars from it. <laughs> which is really frustrating. Yeah, yeah but they uh, they put our our city on evacuation alert. So that is the step before they give an evacuation order, in which case you're ordered to flee. You are strongly told to leave, leave everything. So yeah, that's what's going on here right now. Um, Okay, you've lived here your whole life. Yes. How many times in your entire life has Fort St. John been put on evacuation alert? None. None. Because yeah. I can't recall any time that it's been since I moved here, and that was nope. 2006. And we've technically had fires closer than this. Oh yeah, like I don't, I don't know about that. That was it was Charlie Lake. It was right nearby, like Red yeah, Creek. yeah, yeah. Um, so what was that maybe four, five years ago? Right at the beginning of the riding season, the same 2016, year, the same year that Fort Mac went up. Yeah, 2016. Uh, yeah. So the the same year that Fort Mac went up, we had a, a whole bunch of fires close oh, yeah. to, like in the area, uh, and actually one of them went right through uh, Baldonald, like Chambers Farms was like evacuated. Oh really? And, like, yeah, the fire was like right at their doorstep. See, I was like north uh, <laughs> northwest. That's because there was the fires. Than, it's because there was more than one fire. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I just and that's that's what in the town I was looking on, and that's where often the wind feels like it's coming from. So I'm also mm-hmm. I'm constantly looking west. Look west, that's where we're most likely going to get wind. And we had a bunch of them, Hudson Hope, like between Hudson Hope and Fort St. John. Yeah, last year, last year, right at the end of riding season, there was a pretty, pretty big wildfire in the Hudson's Hope region. I remember like the last group ride of the season that we took when we went, when we went between the Bear Flats and Hudson's Hope itself. It was like riding through a campfire (laughs) because like the smoke was so bloody intense. 
I forgot about how and awesome it, that was. Yeah, it was neat, and it was like because it got shut down. It got evacuated and shut down that the day, sec- like pretty much that an after- hour after we left Hudson's Hope, it was shut down. Yeah, yeah, that was a fun ride. That, that's I get to hang out with mm-hmm. um, what the hell is his name Ben yeah. and Dustin Morgan and MJ and those guys, and it was yeah, that was a that was a great ride. I know we need to do more of that this year. Unfortunately, all of our friends that. Uh, you know, they're, they're all turning into responsible adults and trying to like, you know, like start families and buy houses and stupid shit like that. And it really cuts into brother riding time. Yeah. It's like, (laughs) it's really selfish of them. Really. Right. Like why, why aren't they thinking of us? Yes. That's really what I want to know. I have my house. Then why aren't you thinking of us? Why are you having kids and saving for homes? Now. Especially when it's just going to burn down anyway. You have a house. I have a house. You have yeah. kids. I have kids. Like we've we've already put that effort in. You you had your chance. We had that good. We had that good like Bible school and like <laughs> second you get out of the house, you better get yourself married and have a bunch of kids. You better <laughs> knock up some girl and marry her, and then say seven months later have a baby. Yeah. Which at at the time you're like, wow, like this, I feel like we're missing a lot of life. But realize that you know once they're through school, we're still going to have a pretty solid chunk of time where we're fit fit and ready to rock and have no responsibilities. So I would, I had a lot of friends in high school because I was a very popular person. No, I, (laughs) I was a very accepted person, not a popular person, but an accepted person. I was like a loser, but everyone was cool with me. Yeah. And, um, you're like one of the sucker fish underneath a great white shark. Yeah. 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 The really popular kids were cool with me. And uh, I knew people that had kids in high school, like they were pregnant in high school and they had kids. And we were chat. one of them hit me up or I hit one of them up, just like random chat and like, oh, hey man, long time no see or hey lady, uh, long time no see, house life kind of thing. It's like, oh, really excited to see what's going on. And then I was like, yeah, I got to do some pretty cool stuff with my life, like cage fighting, traveling, riding motorcycles, uh, just fucking being awesome and then i'm like hey what what have you been up to and she's like i'm a mom remember i'm like oh yeah that that was you skipped but the chances are is that they're going to be able to move on from that a lot earlier in life than than yeah like i'm pretty sure her kids are about to be graduated and she's like yeah now i she's my age Mm-hmm. Her kids are graduated, so well, I'm in deterioration. So she, yeah, mode. so she's, she's like, so she's like two she, to three years away from second freedom. Yeah. Can you imagine? Like, can you imagine? Like, no. In your solid forties, <laughs> just being like, oh, I can do whatever the fuck I want to. In now. your forties, I'm I'm terrified of my forties because that's when hell is going to be unleashed <laughs> on me with teenage girls. Oh, teenage girls are terrifying. Oh, damn it! That burns. What did you do? Oh. All I see is it's like a brain freeze. Oh, pain! But with whiskey, <laughs> and so, it's not. We don't freeze our whiskey here. So the stupid whiskey stone decided <laughs> to fall. They decided to tumble over each other <laughs> as I was lifting the glass up to my lips, and it's it splashed the whiskey straight into my eyeball. <laughs> that burns. That's awesome. That is. Fuck whiskey stones. Uh, fuck whiskey stones. Especially the, uh, the thing is they're decorative um, <laughs> uh, dice. I don't even know. Dominant. One's a dice, one's a domino. I don't even know how to try to tackle this anymore. 
I don't know how we got onto um, being awesome. I don't know. I forget everything before the whiskey stone attacked me. <laughs> uh, second freedom. Um, riding through fire. Everything being really cool. Oh, hanging out with friends and then yes. becoming adults. There we go. My brain <clears throat> went back. We figured it out. Yeah, we came back to them being selfish and trying to be responsible adults yeah. while we're, you know, trying to like we're, enjoy... we're, we're trying to break break free of responsibility. <laughs> they're enslaving themselves. They're, that's right. They're they're putting on the chains that we've learned to live with. <laughs> Uh, not calling my wife a ball and chain. She, no, your children are. <laughs> my children are. You can do cool shit with your wife. <laughs> That's right. Children just keep ruining everything. <laughs> they, I can't wait for my kids to listen to this. <laughs> it's going to be so funny. You'd be, like, be like, man, he has Dad, a really low opinion of children. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. <laughs> um, but yeah. It's me. You're going to use mistake. <laughs> All right. So. I don't want to just sit here and talk about the fires and all that shit right away because we'll get there. But that's been our week <clears throat> is being on alert and it really kind of sucked. I don't know. I feel like you took a seri- more serious or seriouser than I did. Mostly because I was getting excited. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, 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 were you excited the same way I was or like just like, no, don't get your hopes up? No, I just knew it wasn't a thing. You just, you were just, nope. Yeah, I was just like, ugh, this is a serious inconvenience. Just an overkill. Yeah, little, like, uh, this is overkill. Like, this is just, all, it's, it was just all annoying. Yeah. That's, that's the way I felt all week. It was just annoyed. Yeah. I had a buddy text me today and he's like, so, uh, are they <laughs> keeping you safe or has Fort St. John burnt down or are they keeping you safe? And I'm like, they, they haven't done shit. I did everything. I prepared. Thus, it's not going to happen. Because Murphy, Murphy's Law, only comes for the unprepared. <laughs> and I'm like, no, I'm ready. So everything's going to be fine, even though I kind of I kind of want my house to burn down. In what kinda. way were you prepared for a fire? Uh, I didn't care. Okay. Yeah. I had, I had a, I got my, my fuel filled up. I got in line with everybody else, all the dummies like me who <laughs> realize <laughs> it's amazing how much you realize you're not ready. Yeah. It's like, oh, if we have to leave, we can just leave. And I'm like, uh, yeah, we're going to make it to Taylor. <laughs> like, we're really low on fuel. I'm like, okay, we need to be able to make it further than that. And so I got fuel. Got to go back. Got the uh, recording unit. I didn't want to care about the microphones because I want new mics. I'm like, oh, yeah, they were just, you know, plain old Shure SMs or, I don't know, any half-decent microphone that's better than these ones. And uh, I just took tons of pictures. That's how I was ready. And everything in this house, fuck it all. You realize how much you don't care about. Yeah, you definitely took it way more seriously than I did. I was just, I was ready to walk away from all of it. I'm like, yeah, it is. It is what it is. The the fact that in your mind it was... A possibility that it was all going to go away <laughs> means you took it way more seriously yeah, than I did. Yeah, but I didn't care. <clears throat> the, the, some people, okay, I, I know people that were like, no, I no, don't no, know no, where... no, 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 no. Fuck that I didn't care thing. You <laughs> you literally walked around your house taking, taking pictures of stuff. Yeah, to replace, and... <laughs> to replace it so we have uh, right? insurance purposes. Okay, yeah. yeah, maybe I did take it seriously, <laughs> but it was in hopes <laughs> that I could replace it with everything better. Yeah. It wasn't like some people of, I don't know what to pack and what not to pack because everything means something to me. I not Nothing meant anything to me. 
I was I was just like, nope, none of it matters. The, the worst case scenario at all points was that we would be evacuated due to smoke uh, yeah. air quality. That's it. There was no scenario where any building in Fort St. John was was catching fire. Okay. Well, I'll give you that. Yes. But I would still pack some things that looters or people that know the town has been evacuated would come grab, like cops, like they did when they was a high river or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, look, a little bit of a flood. Let us go break into your house and take your firearms. Yeah, no, that kind of thing. I'm like, there are things in my house that I'm like, okay, I don't care about the house burning down. I don't want these things to be stolen. <laughs> so there were things I did care about, but it wasn't like, you know, property. It was, it was things that I couldn't replace and that would come back against me later. So I, I was like, no, fuck the police, fuck looters. Those things I'll take. But everything else I was fine with. It, it was insurance. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Fuck police and looters. <laughs> I'm with you on that one. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, if we, that, that, that's the only thing I actually cared about when it came to, uh. But you shouldn't say that. It's not very Christian. Police are great and wonderful <laughs> and we love them all so much. Mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> There's been, res- <laughs> we have had, we have had some, to some our... response to our ACAB. Yeah, where I, I do my best to defend the police when I can. When cops are taking <laughs> firearms from law-abiding citizens because they were told to evacuate. It's like, well, cop- you didn't evacuate everything, obviously. Look, we found all your stuff. We had to break into your house to get it. But, you know, we found it. Cops be cops. Cops be cops. And don't think they won't do it because they did. We've seen it multiple times. The Fort Mac fires. The, uh, I'm pretty sure that happened in Hudson Hope when they did it there. Cops will go into your place and take your firearms and say, oh, it's for safety reasons. Well, leave them alone. Like, just maybe no just touchy. leave my house alone. You have no need to take my firearms. <coughs> it's garbage. Yeah. As soon as as soon as you give emergency powers to cops, all bets are off. Yeah. Oh. All, all nice guy status and all that shit has gone. Yeah. No. I, I don't trust them. Don't. Why? Why should I? They've given because, no reason. Because you're a good Christian and you should obey your authorities <sighs> and love them and kiss I've, their ass. I've never said I'm a good Christian. In fact, I think I made a statement of saying I'm No, not. no, 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 no. No, no, no. But you're <laughs> supposed to be a good Christian. You're supposed to be. Just do as your authorities tell you to do all That's the right. time. That's right. Do just... what your authorities say all the time. Mwah, 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 mwah. <laughs> you just pray to our prime minister and he'll answer all your prayers. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm being extra <laughs> shitty tonight. Oh, so I guess we are diving into it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to, but the pre-ramble is the ramble. So it's kind of what we're doing on this one. Um, so you thought none of this is going to happen at all. Pretty much. Did you pack a go bag? Nope. Didn't even pack a go bag. Couple nope. pairs of underwear, couple pairs of socks, fuel up the vehicle. Yeah, I, I, I made sure we had fuel. Yeah. And that was it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just... It's like... All of our, like all, all of our, uh, paraphernalia as far as like passports and all that stuff, like that's, that's all kind of in a thing that's like ready to take up and go. We've, we've had that, you know, it's so in a, like, it's so in like, a, like a go bag, but not a go bag. 
No, no, no. It's like it's it's a binder with all of our shit in it. Okay. So when we travel, we have all of our shit together, and uh. we're not like, oh, the pocket over there, that oh, that suitcase there. Like it's like we're yeah. going across the border. Like here's everything you need to know. Yeah. Like so, we already had that for travel purposes. Like, well, grab that and a duffel bag full of underpants and bounce because nothing's happening to our house. Yeah. Or anybody else's house. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one to have. Passports are kind of like, if it does, if hypothetically something did happen, it's so much work to do. You need to be able to prove yourself somehow. You lost your wallet recently. Yeah, I lost my wallet recently. And what a pain in the dick that was to get it replaced. You're right. It was a super big pain in the dick because, yeah, without, you know, I luckily had that thing full of passports and birth certificates and stuff like that. Yeah. But just trying to go and get your bank cards and your, you know, driver's license, stuff like that without other, without yeah, other, without, other without the other things that are normally in your wallet. They're uh, like, do you have your driver's license to prove? No, I lost no. my wallet. Okay. Do you have a credit card? No, I've lost my wallet. It's like, okay, what about any other card? No. I lost, lost my wallet. Am I talking to a retard? No, a government bureaucrat, but obviously. That's exactly what it was like. <laughs> They're like, yes, like we know, like, yeah, I went there. I answered all the security questions. I correctly typed in my pin number yeah I told them who who i was i had the number like i had the number of the account i could tell them <laughs> and they're like that's all fantastic we're 100 percent sure you are who you say you are but we can't help you it's <laughs> <laughs> retarded just everything and so like if you go to the government building and get your interim driver's license then we can help you i'm like well, that well, doesn't have about a, it. that doesn't have a picture on it or anything like that that's it doesn't matter it's government issue and that will do like my birth certificate doesn't count. No, because that's not on our file. <laughs> that's not government <laughs> issue. No, no, it is government. It is government issue, but not on their oh, file. Oh, just not government enough. So, <laughs> then I went to go replace my driver's license with the interim, the interim one that they that they give you, and got to the end of the process. She's like, "Okay, all right, that'll be nineteen dollars," and I'm like. <laughs> You can't I get don't. the money out of the account because they won't <laughs> let you get a driver's yes, license. I had no access to my bank account. Luckily, luckily, I had a $20 bill in my truck. <laughs> I went back and grabbed. Just got a 20 sitting around like some kind of rich motherfucker. Because <laughs> like, like, I knew, like, I was like, if I don't get around to doing this today, like, I knew I was going to have to go buy lunch. So I grabbed a 20 from, from home, put it in the truck. That was my lunch That's money. Awesome. <laughs> But I was like, if I didn't have that, I'd have been fucked both ways. Mm-hmm. And you would have been sitting there. It's like, I can't do this. Just yelling at them because you're you're trying. You were doing your best. and But yeah, losing your wallet's that much of a pain. Yeah. Yeah. Then losing your, like all of your. Well, that's why I was willing stuff. to get my insurance papers and make sure I had that in order. Because it's like, oh, sorry, who are you? And I'm like, okay, I got my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, oh, what's your account number? I'm like, I don't fucking know. I pay you every single month. That's your problem to worry about. <laughs> I'm sending money. You're getting me. my money. <laughs> Help me out. Yeah. And so, yeah, I had proper insurance. I felt bad for some people. It was like, yeah, we're renters, and we got no renters insurance. I'm like, you should probably get that. And now they get to see, oh, maybe we weren't as ready as we yeah. thought we were. So when when my parents were evacuated from the old fort which oh, yeah, was a yeah. thing that happened about three years ago. Yep. There's a big landslide where my parents were living. It's a one road in, one road out kind of thing where they were at the bottom of the Peace Valley. <clears throat> and a big side of the of the valley 
caved in and took out the road. They were worried about more of the hill coming down and taking out the little village down there. So they evacuated everybody. And that whole evacuation process, it was not a rush. It was not a rush. So I was like, this whole evacuation alert thing is total bullshit because when they do give you the evacuation warning or like the, like this is happening, you have all the damn time in the world to get it done. Yeah. And I think fire is a little more than landslide <clears throat> though. Landslide, especially where your parents were, was a little bit more different. I had, I had friends that were going to be like, no, I'm not leaving. I'm going to sit on my house with a garden hose until I absolutely have to. Yeah, exactly. Like that's the level of urgency <laughs> that you need to have for a situation like this. It's like a lot of the people that were evacuated were like 40 kilometers from any flames. Yes. Right. And we know, we know multiple people. That yeah. Were we know evacuated. multiple people that were evacuated from the rural, rural areas and they were like, uh, yeah, this is nowhere even close With to us. that being said, I know a few people that had it like in their front yard and they were like, there it is. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> they were like, and they were just sitting. It's like, no, the wind's going that way. It's not crazy. Cool. And they just sat and watched it. Yeah. And you can do a lot to knock down like grass fire. Yeah. Like and we're, we're surrounded by fields too. It's one of those in yeah. 2016 we, when it did we happen. We are not Fort Mac. No, we are not Fort Mac. And we I think don't, that's we a don't big part ha- of the We scare. don't have a forest penetrating our city from all sides. And then you're you're not built right onto the edge <clears throat> of the forest either because that's another thing that Fort Mac yeah. had. It was built right on the edge of the forest. Like as they're building out, they're building into the forest. Into the woods, yes. They're not making space. They're not making fields. They're not, there's no, there's no fire break there. Yeah, we don't, we don't have that scenario here. I, I think just, uh, I was talking to Bam the other week and he was saying we have an unbelievable amount of earth moving equipment here pumps everything we could make an entire wall of water that would stop this thing in its tracks if we needed it to oh yeah we could have charlie lake completely drained in 15 minutes and it would just that fire is gone yeah, people forget the kind of the kind of the infrastructure mecha- we the have. kind of mechanical infrastructure we have for servicing the oil field Yep. Like when it came down to just saving your town and your business and your yard and stuff like that, of course, all those companies yeah. would be fucking on it. Yeah. They'd be That's... like, and it's, it's not worth the hassle to replace all this stuff. We're going to try and save it. Like they'll try and they'll do yeah. their best. And I'm like, yeah, there's not as much reward <clears throat> here. Yeah. So that was like that 2016 thing. Actually, I did a lot of thinking about what would happen if a wildfire ever got that close to us. I'm like, oh, dude, we're fine. Yeah. Just, yeah. Between that and the experience that my parents had with the old forts and stuff like that, I was like, yeah. this is such a non-issue. Like, yeah. They, I feel that they purposely uh, sh- shot their wad too soon on the emergency alert. Well. On the evacuation. An, abundant, an abundance, abundance of caution is what they were saying. Yeah, abundance of caution, or it could be that they were making some kind of political play for money or for support from other places. Because, like, when you say Fort St. John's ready to evacuate, that would be the single biggest evacuation in British Columbia's history. Oh, really? Yeah. Bigger, than, Lil- bigger than Lillooet and stuff like that? Like, the ones that were down south? Yeah, like, for as far as a, as a single city? Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Like, we're the, we're, the, we're the biggest thing north of, north of Prince George. That's true, yeah. 
you know, and on top of that, there's all the companies, all the, all the infrastructure, all the oil, like it would have been a huge deal. So I, like, I, I really do feel like tinfoil hat or whatever that it was this, a money grab. This whole thing was a grab for financial support. It hmm. was a, it was a optics thing more than at more than even an abundance of caution. That's such political bullshit talk right there. Because there Abundance are, of caution. <laughs> because there are uh, financial incentives to declaring a state of emergency. Yeah. Because now, it opens up a pick a bank that you otherwise wouldn't have access to. And the second yeah. you declare it, you do actually get money and more finance. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm going to be a bit more charitable than I am being. <laughs> what? Like, that day that this all happened. So these these fires are kind of northeastish of well, sorry, we, talk, northwest. we talked about northwest we talked about the fires when when Nigel came in yeah 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 we were talking about them because it wasn't a big deal at that point it was off in the distance yeah but there was a hard shift of wind on Monday afternoon where like on the drop of a hat all of a sudden we had 60 to 100 kilometer hour gusts just oh. pushing from that northeast direction so like I looked outside my job site and I was like, that looks like smoke out there. And not like smoke haze, like what we're dealing with right no, now. No, no. It was smoke. like, it was like wisps of smoke. Like there was a house burning down the, down the, the, yeah, down the, the street. Road, like. <laughs> and look outside and like, just like the, the winds are pushing like construction material over. Like it's, yep. it's a sustained push blowing all of that smoke and that fire this direction. And I, it's it was such a drastic switch that I think that contributed to the panic factor. Yeah, it was like because like everybody looking around, if they'd given you that alert and you look outside and it's still sunny, it's fine. It's like oh, it's in the distance and we're being put on notice. Yeah, people would have been okay. Whatever, we're fine. But, but that, that wind, <clears throat> that illusion, that illusion based on the weather that this is on your fucking heels. Yeah. I think that's the thing that put everybody over the edge. My wife had put up a greenhouse, a little plastic greenhouse, and that thing started blowing away. I had a tent in my backyard from the kids playing, you remember, last week. And that was still up. Well, Monday, I'm like, I should start taking that down before the wind kicked up. And then it it fucking kicked up. And I'm like, oh. And then we got a point alert. And then, and then, and then, and I'm like, shit, I'm not ready. I thought you were ready, though. I was after. <laughs> and I think that's a big part of what happened is people saw the wind, they saw the smoke, they knew of the fire, we are now put on alert. People realized how unready they were. They were like, oh. Sorry. Somebody's ringing. Uh, people realized how unready they were. We don't have fuel. When I called you, you got a co-op card lock. And I'm like, I, I need fuel. And I'm looking at every gas station being lined up up the wazoo. Oh, and there was a power outage on the north end of town too. So one less gas station. Okay. And so the power outage and everything else that was going on, I'm like, I need to reduce the factor of people I'm competing with for fuel. How many people got fuel cards? A lot. A lot here. A lot. But not everybody. It's still less than... Shell and all these other places that don't have card locks. That's for the civilians and <laughs> just the everyman. <laughs> you you petty card lockless people. 
that was my thinking of okay, I need to reduce the uh, com- competition for re- resources. Yeah. So I call you and I'm like, hey man, I'm actually in a bind. I'll send you cash, whatever you need. And so it just showed me how not ready I was in that moment. I was ready to let it all burn, but if it was hot on the heels, I was royally fucked. I didn't want to. I didn't want to leave the house. And the kids, my uh, Alexis was freaking out. She was legit freaking out. She's like, our house is going to burn. And I'm like, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Inside, I'm like, yeah, your shit's going to burn. <laughs> like, it, it might be, it, it will be fine, but your shit's going to burn. Just be okay with it. There's nothing in your life that's that valuable that compromises <clears throat> your safety. And so, was I taking it serious? Yes, to a certain degree. But I didn't care about things. I cared about my family. I cared about my kids. I cared about getting the fuck out of Dodge and just letting it all go. I, I I even called my father, who's in Saskatchewan. So I got, you know, just a hypothetical. Uh, there was fires by, what's the Fox Creek or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's a giant field. Actually, Valley View did get evacuated. Yeah, that's right. Valley View uh, and Sturgeon Lake and all those yeah. areas. Fox Creek got evacuated evacuated as well yeah yeah so that's on the way from us to Edmonton yes about halfway and so I called my sister-in-law well I didn't my wife did she's like hey uh we might be getting evacuated can we come to your place but if everyone's heading that direction well maybe I need to go a bit further east so I called my father up and I'm like hey we're going to be staying at her sister's place if that doesn't work out or something happens where we can't do that can I come see you and uh, but I told him like it's not likely I want to stay close to home so that as soon as this shit's over, I can go back to work because there's going to be lots of work. Like whatever there is, I got work to do and I don't want to travel 10 hours one way, stay for one night and then travel 10 hours the other just to make it so I can work. And uh, he's like, oh, you you need work? I'm like, well, yeah, obviously. I can't stop working. I'm turning into my father. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Oh, I feel that. <laughs> I I can recall on one hand the amount of times we went somewhere and my father didn't work. <clears throat> on one hand. Working can... vacations. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like we go somewhere. Oh, guess what? Dad's working. He's doing something. And now I'm turning into him. Anyway, <laughs> uh, he's like, oh, oh, I got this uh, contract with the Legion. I need to do 12-foot drywall. Are you... If, if... You came here. Would you want to work? I'm like, yeah, I'd fucking work. It's like, I got work. Even across the country where I'm not, <laughs> I have nothing to do, but I still have work. And I'm like, okay, I'm blessed. I am good. Everything is fine. And it's going to be fine. Yeah. He's got there a was, fucking hotel for me to stay in. There was a, a small part of me that was like, I really hope we get evacuated because I need a fucking vacation. <laughs> right? <laughs> like I was. Right. I was ready to just pull the pin and go south. Just, and just forget about forget about home and responsibilities for a few days. Were you gonna pack the bike? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I was, I was, I was ready to let it go. I'm like, <coughs> I want, I want a new bike. No, because I wasn't scared of anything burning. No. I just wanted, them <laughs> just to, wanted I just vacation. wanted them. I wanted them to give me permission to go somewhere that wasn't here. <laughs> All right, that's, that's the thing I wanted. Okay, now I'm going to uh, expand it past the you and me, your wife. How how is she in all this? Uh, she was weirded out. Okay. Yeah, she was weirded out and nervous, but keeping her shit together. Yeah. 
and like it was one of those things where it's like we just had to have a sit down and talk about what the facts on the ground were and then she was fine yep same thing with my son my son like i got home from from picking him up after i was done work he was at a friend's place <clears throat> and you know we went and got a slushy and a hot dog which was a pain in the ass <laughs> oh i imagine like mainly because the wind and I was like grumpy and tired and hot from, <laughs> from oh, the whole day. It was a hot day. It was, it was a 30, 32, 32 degrees. Yeah. So anyway, slushy in my system, I was pretty good. And we got home and all of a sudden my son like came into the room and you could tell he was fighting back the tears because like he could sense that the town was in disarray. Traffic was crazy. I went home there with slushy as well. <laughs> yeah. Smoke in the, in, in the air. He heard, you know, words like evacuation and alert and, and all these things being said without understanding anything that was going on. So he was super, super worried. So for him, the conversation basically went, okay, do you remember what happened to Nanny and Pumpa, Grandpa and Grandma, when, when the old fort had that road washout? And he's like, yeah. It's like, you remember that, that they were evacuated, right? Yeah. And you remember when their house uh, washed away into the river and went away forever, right? It's like, nope, that didn't happen. It's like, exactly. The the alert, the evacuation, all that stuff, it's done so far ahead in, in, in advance that there's no there's no possibility for danger unless you're putting yourself in danger. Yeah. Like, so we don't need to worry about any of that in the near future. Like we have all the time in the world to do whatever we need to do to go anywhere if we have to, but we're not even being told to evacuate. They, they gave us a heads up. It's basically a, Hey, be on the lookout. But all that the worst case of what's going to happen is the air quality is going to get so low that we just need to go away for a couple of days and come back home. That's it. And he was like, Oh, okay. I'm good. And then went back to, doing whatever the frick he does. Yeah. Minecraft, no, I don't know. Probably <laughs> Minecraft. My kids do the same thing. Um, like, that that was the extent of it, and he yeah. was fine. Three of my four kids were fine. <clears throat> they were like, okay, cool. One, one didn't understand, because he's fucking three. And then the other two were, yeah, okay, cool. All right, something's going to happen. It'll be fine. And one of them just couldn't get over it, couldn't get out of her head. She just kept thinking about it. And, uh, of course, this is a ginger uh, ginger-esque. She's ginger light now. Not even a true ginger. Uh, but yeah, she just couldn't get out of her own head, just constantly thinking and worrying and thinking and worrying. And I'm like, nope, nothing to worry about. Just chill. And one part was me just telling her to chill. Uh, but I feel like sometimes kids can sense when you're, or you're putting on a front to be like, I need to be strong for you. Oh yeah, 100%. <laughs> and yeah, was I a little bit scared, nervous? Yeah, that wind really put me off kilter. I'm like, oh. Yeah, that wind was the thing. That was the thing that really put everybody over the edge. Yeah, because it was the idea of it. Okay, it's over there. We're fine. But that wind was so strong, so immediate, so uh, right in your face. Yeah. So the day before that, I actually, I I took just a a Sunday drive. It was Mother's Day. So we went for, for a drive. And... I got a pretty good look at where the actual fires were, like out towards Buick Creek and, and up the highway and stuff like that. I was like, oh, yeah, that's a that's a fair ways away. So I, I had a pretty good mental idea of where it was at before before the whole happening happened. <laughs> the happening. 
So it it felt so far away to me because of where I saw it the day before. Okay. Maybe, maybe that was part of why I was like, this is a nuisance <laughs> more than anything. <laughs> when it takes you an hour to get close to it, you're like, oh, it's it's not actually that close. <clears throat> no. And like, remember when we went for that bike ride to the Blessing and Grand Prairie? Yeah, right it, into hell. It felt at one point because of the density of the smoke that there was going to be fire on the ditches, <laughs> you know, yeah. on either side of us. But yeah. really it was just smoke from a long ways away coming down and t- making landfall. Yeah. So that's what we were riding through. It wasn't anywhere even close to the fire. That was still at Grand Prairie yet. Yeah. We got taken off alert yesterday and what was today? Smokier <laughs> than yesterday. It was yeah. far worse okay. out today. So when we were in Grand Prairie, when those fires were happening in the outskirts there, they were in more danger than we were at any point on Monday and Tuesday. Yeah. And they didn't even get an evacuation, you know, alert for the whole city or anything like that. It was just a couple neighborhoods of trailers. Yeah. Yeah. Like, friends of ours says again, again, friends yeah, of ours. That friends we of ours. Evacuated. Like they, that fire was so fucking close to them. Right. Like it was so far away for us comparison. Like that's I, why I'm like, they, they triggered a panic unnecessarily by giving that alert. Yeah. It's funny because I actually lined up a place to sleep that night uh, in one of the trailer parks <clears throat> that got evacuated. And then I found out, it's like, oh, they got evacuated. And I, selfishly, I'm like, I wonder where I'm sleeping tonight because I hadn't th- didn't think that far ahead. I'm like, oh, there might be a fire. We might need to plan. No, I don't think that far. I'm like, oh, I'm sleeping there or on the ground. I was willing to bring a tent and I just didn't bring it. Looking at how beautiful that weekend was, I can't, you ever just wish you brought a tent? Remember when you slept outside in Chilliwack? It was it was that kind of temperature of even the worst case scenario is just friggin' <clears throat> not having a place to sleep is oh fine. yeah yeah when we went to Grand Prairie that was such a nice May weekend it yeah. was insane yeah I can't believe how nice the weather's been for May. Remember how well, we, which is also why we're in the predicament we're in right now, mm-hmm. but. Unprecedented. Precedent. The biker in me is loving this shit. (laughs) We did the same thing when Penticton was on fire. We're like, I know BC is on fire, but great riding weather. Great riding weather. That was so much fun. Like, just like stopping by creeks, soaking our shirts to cool down, putting on just a sopping wet shirt, hopping on the highway. Half hour later, it's bone dry. It's bone dry. That was... By far, one of my favorite road trips we ever took. I know it was the last big road trip we took with the club, yeah. but it was- That was the best one. The best one? hundred percent. Yeah. And, and I, I, I'm, that's the thing that I'm like, I miss the most is those opportunities to do that. Yeah. And I think, I don't know when the next one's going to come for us to do something like that. August. I guess so we got to get more people to come with us, though. Yeah, that that is the downside because it's just you and me right now. Hey, uh, let's fucking. Well, I guess we can't really put it out because. Well, we could put it. Out we could put it out. Okay, but so Mike and I are riding our motorcycles uh, to Drumheller, Alberta, for a heavy metal music festival called Loud as Hell. Yes. And we are going to go through Jasper and Banff, and it's going to be fun. Lots it's going to be fun. great. If you like metal music, and it's not giant, massive bands, so you're going to be competing for... Yeah, yeah like, no, no. It's, it's not, all it's all indie Canadian bands. Yeah, there is. it's going to be so much fun. And we're, we are going to be bringing our, our podcast equipment there. 
and interviewing randos. Yeah. Ho- hopefully some bands, of course, but at the same time, just if you're a fucking interesting person, we'll interview you. We just I like I love the metal community. It's, it's like the biker community. It's just full of the oddest ducks. There, it's like oh, they're angry. It's like have you seen them? Have I'm pretty them? sure. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I saw a bunch of metalheads singing SpongeBob SquarePants. Yep. <laughs> like, it's yeah, it's so weird. Like for music that's so intense and dark and angry and stuff like that, it's like you very rarely find a person who embodies all those things unless they're like just like super depressed. But it's I don't know, it's it's just a weird extreme art form that focuses these negative parts of emotions well, and it takes, turn, turns it into art. It takes so much depth to put yourself in the scenario of writing these lyrics or just and like straight up embracing them. Or just straight up like ostentatiousness. Yeah. And and you take yourself maybe just a little less seriously. Yeah. Like it's really absurd. Metal music is absurd. Oh, it's it's crazy. Right? Like so there's like there's no way to participate in it without embracing a degree of your own absurdity. Mm-hmm. And that makes for good people. Yes. It, right? Like it makes for interesting and easy to get along with people. Yeah. Because you take yourself a little less seriously when you look at the everything else so bigger than you are. You're like, oh, I can calm down. You can mm-hmm. calm your tits. Yes. You can, <laughs> you can calm your tits while people are like jumping around and trying to body check each yeah. other and having a great time. Do you see yourself getting in a mosh pit? Uh, at this age, no. No. I'm going to be on the background, like just Bob Mad. Maybe, maybe have earplugs in so I can enjoy the actual sound of the music without, you know, bursting my eardrums because I'm such a fragile old fuck. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I, I've never been to this event, so I don't know what, I don't know what the vibe's going to be like. I don't know what the experience, the volume, the, all the stuff's going to be like. I'm assuming given it's open air, it's not going to have that overwhelming reverb <laughs> that like certain halls and stuff like that have. Yeah. So August long weekend, we're going to be riding from Fort St. John's yes. to Drumheller. If you want to hit if us you up live on in, for a section. Yeah. If you if, if you want to ride from, with us, great. Go to come to the event. Whatever. It, it, it's a super cheap weekend. It's we like will keep it on the gram. We'll it's 150 you know. bucks to go there, camp, eat breakfast, go to all the concerts like that's a pretty cheap yeah, but if, for if, like a whole weekend of, of concerts. Let's say hypothetically somebody can't get that much time off work, but they know where we're riding from and where we're riding to. You can if meet you, us on the way. You can meet us on the way, ride us with our frit, give us a piss bump, just hang out for it, maybe have a coffee. I don't know. Let's do cool biker shit, guys. Cool biker shit. I'm looking at you, Jeremiah. Mm. Is he a metalhead? Oh, he's a, he is a grunge head. He's he's one of those guys that like his time of music was that early to mid late nineties. So yeah, the Co- the Cobain, the, the Co- uh, like, yeah, like the the Soundgarden, Sound the Pearl nineties Metallica, uh, Deftones, Corn, that kind of thing. That was his that was his like zeitgeist moment. Right? Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that. I was I was trying to think of what kind of music he would listen to because it just seems like it would be like monastery monk <laughs> acoustic. <laughs> I know because his road name is even Friar Tuck. <laughs> yeah, I, I assumed it would be just a monk with an acoustic guitar singing "How Great Thou Art." <laughs> I know because he he is a pastor <laughs> of a very small kind of like rural Alberta church. Yeah, like he's like on face value you wouldn't think, but like. 
hang out with him for a little bit, you're like, oh, dude, you're twisted. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you are my jam. You are my jam. And, you know, and uh, <laughs> then he all of a sudden he'll he'll randomly put lyrics on his Facebook of like Soundgarden or Metallica songs from the from the Load album, and people hit him up like, dude, are you okay? <laughs> He's like, no, it's lyrics. I'm. This isn't a cry for help. Yeah. This is the song I was listening to. I was listening. You, qu- quotations. Quotations are key. Maybe he just likes the attention of people reaching out to him. He's like, yeah, I'm fine. It's just a song. It's like. Oh, that would kind of be fun to F with people that way, though. Uh, it almost it would almost be like talking in a weird accent until people are like, I didn't know you were from Australia. <laughs> I think so I weird. I think I said something like that to people. There was this guy pretending to be a worship leader and he spoke with an Australian accent. He's like, yeah, he went to one United concert. What? <laughs> 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 Y'all know who I'm talking about. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Go to, go to one Hillsong con- concert and come back talking with an Australian accent. <laughs> yeah. Begging your secretary. I'm sorry. I mean, <laughs> talking about how much Jesus loves you. Oh, oh, that was another one. It's like I just the love of Jesus is so amazing. Sorry, what was the question? No, no, these aren't prescription glasses. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. Oh my gosh. So, anyways, uh, uh, yeah. If you want to ride with us, we I think we will do our best to. Keep our Instagram up to date, and yeah, that would actually be a really good. That would be be. a great event, even just kick off our Instagram presence. We're doing it. I just fucking hate social media. How much do I hate social media? It's unbelievable. I know it's such a pain in the dick. We hate success. We want to hire somebody just to do the social media side. No, 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 not hire. Sorry, if there's a big difference. (laughs) No, it's it's not enslavement. It's um, what's that that freeloading shit? Oh. Oh, um... Internship. Internship, Yeah, yes. we need an intern. An intern slash slave. <laughs> if you want to do our social media and, and uh, you know, possibly, you, you just possibly be bought chair. and sold, that's the thing to do. <laughs> Why would it sell them? I don't know. If you're a good intern, you might be valuable. We can get something for you. <laughs> get some, maybe two we could trade. Beer. We could trade you for equipment. Or a beer. Or whiskey. Like, we could get whiskey for people. Yeah. Oh. See? Mm, this is a great idea. How about this? If you become our intern, we'll let you buy us whiskey. We will let you. You can even <laughs> choose the flavor on occasion. Yeah. Every 10th bottle you can choose. Yeah. You could be just like, oh, this one's... There's a, there's a punch card. Yeah. <laughs> so we're looking for a social media person to sit in that chair and fucking say nothing. We'll put tape over your mouth because you're a fucking intern and you'll do what you're told. The whiskey stones almost got me again. Stupid. <laughs> I hate them. I, you grabbed two ice cubes, didn't you? No, there was only one in the freezer. Oh, I feel bad. I have more upstairs. I didn't think of it. <laughs> He's flipping the bird. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, we'll keep our gram up to date. You guys can join us even for a section of the ride. Uh, it will be August long weekend. It, it's well, actually, from Fort we, St. John. we will be riding the week before. Yes. But we're going to be Fort St. John through Prince George, McBride, Jasper, Banff. Canmore? Is that what that town is? Yeah. And then through and then Calgary. Over to, to, over to Calgary and then uh, up to Drumheller. And up to Drumheller. And if you happen to have a five-star level RV for us to stay in, uh, we will let you lend it to us uh, for the event. Especially if you come with us. Expe- more so if you come with us. In fact, we will even buy half your ticket. <laughs> so, uh, no, you, you, you fucking bring an RV, we'll pay your ticket. Half. 
I'll, I'll, you pay half. I'll pay half. I, I would love to stay in an RV. This is the most generous you've ever been. (laughs) I know. Such a cheap Jew. (laughs) Not Jewish. Oh Um, gosh. But yeah, I'm super looking forward to that. That 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 is that going is a, to be that's going to be our brother road trip of the year because last year we didn't even get one. Nope, there was nothing. I got and, to go to a funeral. That was my road trip was yeah, hopping on a bike we, to go to a funeral. You and I have done more together this year on the bikes so far than we did last year. Yeah, last year was a weird year. It was. It was a weird summer for us. We, well, my bike broke down. Broke <laughs> down. You ran out of gas. <laughs> And I didn't know I was that low on fuel, so I was like, oh, something's wrong with the bike, and I tried everything short of fueling it up, because when you think you have more than enough fuel, you're like, it's, it can't be that one thing. No, I ripped my bike apart, and then I fueled it up. <laughs> I did all my electrical tests just to realize that I didn't check the fuel. You ever feel that dumb? Yeah. <laughs> we talked about this like two weeks ago on the podcast. I don't remember. When, with the whole battery thing with me getting stuck at the border. Yeah. I remember feeling that dumb. Okay. Mike goes solo. That episode, listen to, it's trash. Don't waste your time. Um, and then somebody calls me up. It's like, you could have called me. And I didn't think to call anybody to join me because I don't think like Was that. it Travis? It was Travis. Yeah. And, uh, my brother calls me up. He's like, I was yelling at you through the radio, uh, trying to defend myself. I listened to it. I said nothing about him at any point. Did which, I talk? Which brother? My younger brother. Which one? What's it? Andrew. 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 So John. Andrew. Would... If you're listening, don't be a pussy. <laughs> like seriously, that's that got you yelling. That got, I do, wasn't even talking for about sh- him for shame. For, I don't... Sh- for shame. You don't deserve a motorcycle to ride. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Even, I don't even want a podcast anymore. Turn it off. <laughs> Fuck. Fuck. We'll do it live. <laughs> we just release everything. Anyway, so he was like, yeah, I was yelling at it, defending myself. And I'm like, I don't know what I said. So I re-listened to it. I was like, because I'm curious. Like, I still don't know what I said. And then I, yeah, no, it's exactly it. I have no idea what I said. Like, what did I call you out on? I have no idea. Was, I, I don't know. May, maybe just the fact that he is a motorcyclist pussy that yells at the, <laughs> at the, at, at the stereo, radio, at his, his radio car. while his brother is talking on it. Yeah. Maybe maybe he just felt naturally attacked because he doesn't have a motorcycle and yeah. you do. Yeah. Doesn't have a beard and you do. Uh, he doesn't have a podcast no. and you do. So, <laughs> mm, how do I put this? Um, my brother's been growing a beard since high school. He's got the gene. He's, and then he's he, got the gene. He's okay. got the gene. All right. Oh, I re- my other I re- brother, he took it from my older brother. I 100%, 100% reverse my opinion on Andrew. He is now the alpha boudoir <laughs> and you are now the giant pussy. Sorry, sorry, Andrew. I apologize. <laughs> um, you were you were right to chastise your brother <laughs> based on the beard alone. Yes, hundred percent. I'm totally beefing with you now. Oh, I I had your back up until you up until that, that <laughs> up fact. until that moment. Yeah, sorry, Andrew. It's... You haven't met him. It'll change. <laughs> he wants to come on, but there's a lot of people who are like, "I want to come on," and I'm like, "What do you have?" And I'm like, "No, you, no." You do not have the gift of gab like Mike Friesen of the Pursue the Hunt podcast. I know. Like, there's guys that you got to slow down. You're like, <laughs> you, <laughs> you need to shut the fuck up. <laughs> shut the fuck up for five seconds. Travis, Brian. <laughs> All these guys are so fun to have on. Oh, yeah. We got to, like, rein them in. Travis is our Kanye West. Yes, he is the Kanye West to your Alex Jones. 
tried. I tried so hard to be Alex Jones, and then he's like, "Fuck you! I'm gonna um, do it." <laughs> and you know what's great? Um, that episode you will not find now. You will find a Travis episode, but you will you not will not find, find the you will not the Travising. The, the Travising part two is gone. Uh, we can explain it. His his old lady's going after him for I don't know, probably a character defamation or whatever it is, and we're like, "No, fuck you." It's ex old lady. Sorry. And uh, I don't think it's justified, and we don't want to give him ammunition. But nobody listens to this podcast, so it's fine. We should wrap up. Yeah. All right, guys. God bless. (sighs) It feels feels weird not having our old catchphrase. I know. I think we just need to bring it back intermittently. Intermittently. I know, but... Just, just trying to like end by saying ah, got, yeah, goodbye. But goodbye. <laughs> we need, we need a new, we need a new sign off. If you have an idea for a great sign off catchphrase, uh, because we've we've retired. God bless. Don't be a dick. If you come with the right one, we'll do it twenty five times. That's half. Oh, nearly half a year. Yeah, no kidding. All right. Start start sending us messages on on uh, on the book the, face, the grams, the on book the gram, face, the, book the face, text whatever. messages. If you don't have our phone number, uh, his kick phone us, number is. Your new, um, <laughs> I don't know your phone number. It's 250. <laughs> Fuck you. Ah, <laughs> uh, God bless. Not going to do it. Don't be a dick. Ah, I felt good.